Hey everyone, and welcome back to the One Minute Writing Tip Podcast. I'm so excited about today's author guest, Laurel Solorzano, who is a young adult and middle grade author for North Carolina. She's been writing and sharing her story since middle school, but published her first book in 2021. She currently has six books available. Laurel, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Caitlin. So if you will just go ahead and share a little bit about your journey and really what led you through pursuing your own stories and then finally publishing and then, you know, having six books now at this point in time. Sure. So I kind of enjoy writing and I'm writing really in middle school. And then I decided in middle school or high school that I really wanted to publish a book. Uh, it, It had to happen for me before I had a child. That was what I decided. And so last year I submitted my book to several different smaller publishers and was accepted for publication with my first book, which is a young adult dystopian novel. And I worked with them. I did enjoy working with them. They were a great publisher, but I got involved with a group of authors that publish. And so when I got involved with them, I thought, well, that's a neat way to do it. And one of the main tips that I learned was can't publish only one book and hope that it's going to be a bestseller and you're going to make a living off of it for the rest of your life. Um, I, I don't know. Sometimes as readers, we see these books that sell millions of copies and think, you know, that's the way to do it. So that was what led me to publishing multiple books. Gotcha. And you have that. That's such a great point, too, is is there is that kind of myth that, oh, I'm just going to publish a bestseller and, you know, I'm set for life. You know, and, and it's so true what you said that it there's so much more to it than that. And that's why it's important to continue pursuing it because it's something you love and something that you have more stories and more ideas because pursuing it for the wrong reasons can often just lead to discouragement or disappointment or or whatever. So um, congratulations, by the way, on your accomplishments so far. That's really cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. So you had also kind of mentioned to me before we did the episode that you do ghostwriting and that that's something that you enjoy as well. So can you share a little bit about that as a a part of your journey? How does that couple with your own writing? Yeah, so I started ghostwriting back in probably 2016 or so. Uh, I was living in Costa Rica at the time and working at a school uh, for children, but I wasn't being paid very much. So I was looking for another way to earn some income. And that was how I found ghostwriting. Through ghostwriting, I've done nonfiction. I've done fiction writing. I've done some editing. So I've done lots of different things. And it proved to be a good source of income because I didn't have to think about the marketing. I didn't have to think about the cover or the formatting. I just write and send it off to somebody else to deal with. I I didn't always write the things that I enjoyed writing. I did a lot of Westerns, which is not my favorite, but (laughs) it provided an income. So that was a a great way for me to hone my writing skills and um, earn some extra income. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. And and that's such a good point is that ghostwriting definitely is an area that has a lot of opportunity um, because I think there's a lot of writers who want to see their ideas come to life and want their book to be published. But the prospect of doing it themselves is just so much. And so it's easier to just have somebody do it that that really knows what they're doing. And, and like you said, has that skill and that experience. So 
I have to ask, do you prefer the ghost writing or your personal writing? It, it depends on the day and the mood. Uh, for my own writing, I'm a lot pickier about every little detail. So sometimes I sit and I just don't feel the story. Whereas with ghost writing, they've given me an outline. So no matter how I feel today, I can sit down and I can follow the outline and I don't have to worry about, am I going to like this at the end? Because it doesn't matter if I like it. So there is, ghost writing is a good steady income that I can always rely on. But then of course, writing my own stories, that's a lot more fun because I get to use my imagination and create some stories that I would have enjoyed reading when I was a kid. Yeah, that's an excellent point. And it's so true, you know, as long as your client's happy, you know, that's 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 the goal. But with your own personal writing, I, I also am curious, since you mentioned it, do you tend to outline or do you kind of just go for it? So I'm definitely more of a planner than not, but I very rarely have the whole novel plan when I sit down to write the first sentence. I usually kind of plan out through the middle and then have a vague idea of the end. And then when I get to the middle, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I don't, I don't know what's going to happen next. So then there's usually that point in the middle where I kind of stall for a couple of weeks as I figure out what's going to happen. Mm, yeah, I feel like that's uh, at least that's something I can relate to because, you know, it, I think that sometimes some people can go a little bit too crazy with too much details in the outline. And it's like, wait, I just, just write the book, you know, get it, get it written. And it also, you know, as you get that story written and get it out of your head, it allows your brain to kind of work on those unclear parts and get them more clear. So yeah, that's an excellent point. So it sounds like writing is a pretty constant thing for you. What tips can you share with the listeners about writing and good writing habits and really making that a part of their daily life? Sure. So I think that everybody has probably a different writing routine that works for them. I heard the tip a lot in the last few years, write every day, no matter if it's good or not, just write something. And honestly, I don't follow that because I feel like I get burnt out if I write every day, sit down and I, I feel like, well, if I'm going to write, I want it to be something good. And I want it to be you know, not just writing a random short story, writing something that I'm working on publishing. And maybe I'm, I'm just too hard on myself. But I take writing like a job even before I started publishing. So I write Monday through Friday and I set aside a time. Some days it's 30 minutes, some days it's two hours. If I have a big ghost writing project, it might four hours that day. But then Saturday and Sunday, I don't even open my laptop most of those days. And I feel like that allows me to come back one day refreshed and excited and ready to write. Yeah, you're, that's such a good point, too, because to your point about burning out, you know, it, it's kind of like a real job. You, you know, like you can't work every single day. Like you need time to relax and rejuvenate your inspiration and take time for yourself. And you're spot on. And I agree with you. I think that writing every day should be like with the caveat of do things that inspire you and take time off and treat it like just treat it like it's a real job, but one that you're passionate about and that you love doing, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I don't think that even if you love it and you're so excited about the story that you should never take a day off, you know, like many businesses that people start and run themselves, they, they say, 
you're your own boss and you get to pick your own 80 hours that you're working per week, <laughs> you know? And so yeah. it shouldn't be that way. You should be able to kind of set the parameters and, and work a normal schedule, even though you may be writing for yourself. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. So on that topic, is there anything else that you wanted to share with the listeners on either ghostwriting or writing their own projects? Any tips for them that you wanted to add in? Sure. So I would say if you're interested in getting started on ghostwriting, don't worry about getting the best project as your first project. I did a lot of boring stuff and I I undercharged a little bit so that I could get a portfolio and get some clients. And then I built up to now I have just two main clients who I get a little bit of say-so in the stories that are written. They're stories that I enjoy. They're genres that I enjoy. And the pay is much better than what I was earning when I first started. So I guess that would be a, a good tip to consider if you're thinking about ghostwriting. Yeah, great advice. Um, because I think that's so true. I think it's easy to only want to kind of do the ones you want to do. But sometimes you have to do what you have to do first to get to the other side where it's more of the want to. So yeah. So are there any upcoming works that you'd like to share about? Sure. So I just started publishing in middle grade fiction. So I'd, I'd done all young adult for my first five and I'm still planning to continue publishing adult, but I, I had this idea for middle grade fiction that I just loved. So I had to go with it. And the main premise behind series is this family goes to an amusement park and they're teasing their five-year-old sister about her believing that princesses are real and all characters are real and they set out to prove that they're not and that's when they discover they really are they're real and they're stuck in these parks and so there's all these adventures where they're fighting the evil ever afters and dealing with magic that is real so the first one of that series just came out on September 1st, um, and it's called The Land of Fake Believe. And then book two, Once Upon a Climb, is coming out on October 1st. And book three, The Princess and the Key, is coming out on November 1st. So all three of those are coming out this year. And then I do plan to have more in in that series. Wow, that sounds like an awesome series. I will have to check that out myself for my own kiddos. So that, that sounds amazing. So if someone's listening and they're thinking the same as me, they're like, wow, that sounds amazing. How can others connect with you and check out your books? Or even if they're interested in hiring you as a ghostwriter, how can they connect with you to do that? So the best way would be my website, which is just my first name and last name, laurelsolarzano.com. If they're just interested in looking at my books, they could find them on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, wherever they might prefer to buy books. Got it. That's awesome. So for all the listeners, if you want to get your book written by an experienced writer and take the pressure off, or you just want to kick back and enjoy a really great book, then definitely check out Laurel and her books and get with her. And I will include those details as well in the description for you guys. So Laurel, thank you again so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great talking to you. So for all my listeners, if you are listening on any platform, then make sure you leave a review and I will see you guys next time.